Welcome to the Red Book Handbook. I'm Cheryl Kramer Kay. Each week we cover topics ranging from your health to your sex life to just about anything else we may be thinking about. Today we'll cover the link between fat and your fertility. Then we'll answer a question about whether or not it's really a big deal to use a cotton swab to clean your ears. We'll close with a look at how focusing on people we love can help lower our stress levels. So let's get started with the fat fertility link. If you're trying to get pregnant, you might want to consider ordering ice cream for dessert. Women who ate at least one daily serving of full-fat dairy, such as one cup of whole milk or one and a half ounces of cheese, were 25% less likely to experience infertility due to ovulation problems than women who ate only one serving or less of full-fat dairy a week, according to a large study published in the journal Human Reproduction. Interestingly, low-fat dairy consumption had the opposite effect. Women who ate low-fat dairy daily were 85% more likely to experience ovulation-related infertility compared with those who consumed little to none. Researchers speculate that the hormones found naturally in cow's milk may affect ovulation, and full-fat dairy contains more hormones because they attach to fat. Jorge Chavarro, MD, lead author of the study, says, We're not sure if it's because the extra hormones in full-fat dairy stimulate ovulation or because the lack of hormones in low-fat dairy impairs ovulation. So if you're having trouble getting pregnant and want to try switching from low-fat to full-fat dairy, be sure to cut saturated fat and calories elsewhere in your diet. Eating too many full-fat dairy foods can lead to unwanted pounds, says Chavarro, and being overweight is directly related to ovulatory problems. Sadly, no free pass to binge on Ben & Jerry's. Speaking of binging on Ben & Jerry's, let's answer one of your questions about something else lots of us do. We got an email asking, is it really true you aren't supposed to use cotton swabs to clean your ears? The answer, according to professor of otolaryngology, Jay Piccarillo, is that you can use a cotton swab to clean the outer part of your ears or your child's, but inserting it into the ear canal is unnecessary and can be dangerous. Earwax is a natural, self-cleaning mechanism. It protects the ear canal by trapping dirt and slowing the growth of bacteria. So you don't want to remove it completely, Piccarillo says. And pushing the cotton swab in too far could puncture your eardrum, potentially causing permanent hearing loss in extreme cases. The rule? Part of the fuzzy cotton tip should always be visible when you're facing the mirror. And if your ears feel clogged or if you have a burning, ringing, or itching sensation, you may have impacted earwax, which occurs in about 1 in 10 people. Those who overproduce earwax have narrow ear canals or push wax into their ears with cotton swabs. See your doctor who can remove it safely. I know someone who had this done, and she said it actually feels kind of good. Let's wrap up today with a quick look at how love, cholesterol, and stress all tie together. Corey Floyd, an associate professor of human communication at Arizona State University, says people who spend 20 minutes a week for three consecutive weeks penning letters about their feelings to family members and close friends decrease their total cholesterol levels by an average of seven points. And any reduction in total cholesterol reduces your risk of heart disease. Study participants in the control group who wrote about their jobs or about activities they did during the week showed no decrease in cholesterol levels. Floyd said, When we express our love and affection to the people we care about, it calms us and reduces many of the physical effects of stress. 
Although experts aren't sure exactly how, reducing stress also lowers cholesterol. And if letters to loved ones can help, that's definitely something to write home about. You can visit redbookmag.com for all kinds of good stuff. I recommend checking out the constant drama in the fictional Diary of E. You can find her at redbookmag.com slash E. And if you've got a question you'd like us to answer, just email it to askusanything at redbookmag.com. You don't have to give your name, and we won't do anything with your email address. That's it for this week's handbook. Next week, we're going to talk about what to do once you've said something you instantly wish you could take back. Everyone does it. It's how you handle it that makes all the difference. 